Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. I want to thank all of our listeners from all over the world. Please do subscribe and share if you're not already. All right, let's get into it. Oh, wow, we still got eight messages. Oh, my goodness. Dang. You want to hit that next one? Audie? Sure. Hey guys, so yeah, uh, talking about people who wake up and hurt people, um, I like to use the example of gang culture and how uh, young men and women, uh, they join these gangs a lot of times because they don't have, you know, a family um, they can count on um, or their abusive situations and that's the only love they know and they'll give up their whole livelihoods um, in order to be loyal to these people that don't have their best interests at heart, that want them to commit crimes for them. Um, and I feel like that's a mental health issue. And when I see these young kids going to jail for 8 and 10 and 25 years for crimes that um, they would have never committed if they hadn't have been part of a gang and the gang culture. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. And, the, you know, and the gang doesn't have their best interest in mind. The gang standing in for a missing family or missing family figure. And, you know, but, but the structure of the gang is that, you know, the street, you know, m- the entry level street members are the ones that do the time and get busted. And the hierarchy are the ones that make the money. So, um you know, the whole mechanism of it is messed up, but you're preying on people who are looking for a brother or a father figure yeah. or something, yeah. you know, you know, yep. and, and uh, that, go- that's that goes back that to, came our- to my mind. Yeah. And that goes back to yeah, our broken society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're preying on those vulnerabilities to gain some sort of power. Right. And, you know, and the Epstein yeah. case comes to mind. Right. Because Max, Maxell, Max, Maxine, Ghislaine, Maxwell, whatever her name was, his madame, um, madam, whatever. She would recruit, find and recruit girls from broken homes, you know, and then offer them wow. a bunch of money. Take them out to a really nice lunch or dinner at Mar-a-Lago most times. <laughs> and then, wow. uh, you know, offer them a couple hundred bucks for a massage, and then all of a sudden it goes from there. Hey, want to make a hundred bucks more? How about five hundred more? Mm-hmm. Want to make a thousand more? Yeah, that's sad. What's the right? What's the term super, for that? Is it catfish? Super sad. What was that? I don't know. It's horrible though. It's it's a parasitic person, yeah. and you know, so yeah. Anyway. Oh yeah. Don't mean to get sometimes down a I rabbit just, hole on that one, but yeah, sometimes I just want to, you know, go back to the Wild West times and just <laughs> yeah, clean those right? uh, clean those bad people up. Yeah, clean the slate. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you'd get much argument when it comes to that one there. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Well, let's see what Anne's got to say here. Just for clarification, as I'm listening, is self-help, like self-directed help, like through books and articles and things like that? Or is it the kind of journey through your own situation and sharing it? No, it can be a number of ways. Maybe it's a combination. I think it's a combination effect, personally. Um, 
I think, you know, if you're the person with a problem, then it's going to be tough for you to come up with a solution for that problem. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so I think it's always good to look outside. Um, but whether it's a book, a seminar, you know, a YouTube video, you know, a documentary, meditation, whatever, um, you know, many, many, many yeah. tools. Um, I recommend them all. Try them all. See what see what resonates yeah. with you. Um, there was a, a book that really helped me, How We Choose to Be Happy. That really, really helped me. And this other book that I mentioned earlier, The Body Holds the The Body Keeps the Score, is another brilliant book. Um, kind of like a resource guide. It's that good. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I, I, for what works for me usually is, um, I definitely like reading books like that. I think they're awesome. But when I went through hard times, one of the biggest things that helped for me is finding a good support system, finding people who will actually listen to me in a supportive way and letting me talk about it, like talking about my feelings. Um, and, and I just want to give a quick shout out to, to Healer Haven. She's actually my co-host of my Saturday show. And oh, wonderful. I, part of me wants, part of me wants to say she was asking that question to pick our brain. I think she's incredibly smart. She's actually a therapist by trade um, herself. Oh, cool. So, yeah. But yeah, for me, talking it. about my feelings. Yeah, has to and come for out me, some, somehow. For me too, absolutely, absolutely. That's a huge one. Um, yeah. And thank God I've got a you know couple good friends and a couple awesome family members that I can just call up at any time and shoot the shit with. Absolutely. It's powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Want to hit that next one? Let's do it. Adi. Adi? Adi? Adi. Like it's like as, with, as if it was a, with an O. Yeah, she's completely right. Spend oh, yeah. time with yourself. I've been single for over three years and practicing uh, celibacy, not because I'm waiting for Prince Charming, but I want to, um, I want to experience a sexual transmutation. I, um, recently researched it after practicing celibacy for so long because I started seeing so many benefits of being celibate and not focusing on attracting the opposite sex, but attracting, um, well, becoming, let me say, becoming more of what I want to attract. And um, when I started seeing all these great um, uh, results in my personal life, I wanted to see why it was happening. And I realized that without knowingly, I was practicing uh, sexual transmutation. That's really cool. I really like what she said about, you know, being what you want to attract because um, we attract our mm -hmm. equals. So if you're not happy where you're at at the moment, instead of like trying to fix yourself by finding somebody to use as a distraction, you're going to attract somebody who's at your equal place. Work on yourself for a minute. You know? Yeah. Because, um, um, my you know, spin on this is probably a little bit different. Yeah. But just from my own experience, not different, but like my 
like for example when i started podcasting i would have all these excuses of why i couldn't podcast and you know why i'll compare myself to other people and stuff and there was a lot of fear involved absolutely but i realized that as soon as we open we go through that door and um we live the life we want to live it will attract new people into our lives people that will encourage us support us and um you actually don't lose anything in the long run you actually gain from it if you you know absolutely. go after what you want oh yeah oh yeah absolutely there's a famous hockey player Wayne Gretzky and he said i missed every single goal i didn't attempt mm. bam it's powerful wow he, I think he's like the leading scoring hockey player of all time. And that's his, like one yeah. of his all time best motivational quotes. He's one of those guys though. He's got a bunch of them. Um, before I like we go to the next, where you have nothing to add. It's just boom. It's just powerful. It, it, right? Exactly. Mike, Mike drop. There's nowhere to go after that. Every time, yeah. you know, <laughs> he wouldn't have made a single attempt if he didn't attempt, but he did. So he's the leading yeah. scorer of all times. Um, here, let me read one more, uh, one more of these questions. And then, uh, why don't we jump to the next message before your 18th birthday? Did you often or very often feel that, uh, no one in your family loved you or thought you were important or special or your family didn't look out for each other, feel close to each other or support each other? For me, that's no, I, I had an awesome family life. They argued a lot, but it was awesome for the most part. Right. Um, I'm kind of in the middle on this one. There was times absolutely where it was it was good, but as a kid, it was often I, f I often felt like the outcast, like not just from home but from school too. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of like halfway into the yes on this one. But did you? But did you know in your heart that your family loved you? Um. No, not all the way, you know. It's, okay. it's a hard one to answer. answer. Okay, so we'll because go Because I don't know which... Just wanted to be clear. I don't know how much of that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know totally. how much of it was true or if it was self-taught, negative self-taught. Sure. Uh-huh. Right. Reinforced memory or whatever, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Totally. But now as, now as an adult, I look at my family in a whole different way. So um, right. there's a lot of good connections going on. Yeah, same. Yeah, exactly. You know, you grow up, you realize everybody does the best they can at the moment for the most part. Yeah. And um, unless it's something egregious, then, you know, you move Absolutely. on. Yep. All right. I keep, for, is... I keep forgetting if it's your turn or my turn to hit the message. Same here. <laughs> why, don't, why don't you go for it? All right. So just to like kind of explain, so the reason why the best first step is to just be, it's simple and it's so hard to just sit with you with mm. nothing else. It is like, how do I do that? We don't know how to just be with ourselves without a phone or a TV or a book to color or a book to read or, you know, something to just be able to be with oneself 
and not need a um, distraction or something else to keep our attention is exactly why we're disconnected. So the first step mm. to be able to just silence B is like a big step. Uh, it's a huge step. Solitude is That's huge. so true. So true. It took me years. I always had a distraction going, music going, something, something, friends over or whatever. Um, yeah. Took me took me years, decades, till mid-40s to be able to just sit quietly by myself and not feel like, uh, all fidgety, like I got to fix something. Yeah. You know? And, and, and I think that goes back to practice, too. I think no... When, when, I, when I think about the Buddhists who have kind of, you know, mastered the EQ, it was right. through practice. It, it was yeah. not someone wakes up and there's, you have an incredible EQ all of a sudden. That doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. Like anything, it takes practice, it takes habits, continuous habit will eventually make it second nature. But this year I've made it my intention and I can... You know, I, 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 I'm not very shy when it comes to, like, sh talking about my weaknesses. But lately, I've been shy to talk about my strengths. But I think it's equally as important. But this oh, year, yeah. I have grown so much in solitude. You know, this has probably been my best year when it comes to being able to sit with my thoughts and myself. And I've learned through, I've learned so much through just myself. You know, uh, you know growing up, I always... And it's good to admire people and look up to people. Absolutely. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. But I spent so much of my days researching, you know, other people's opinions where I totally lost my opinion until I actually shut everything down and, you know, was okay for, for a long walk or, you know, sat down in my room all alone and figured out what have I learned from, from my past? How can I move forward? Because everyone's experience is unique. So, solitude so true. Is a great Sorry gift. about that. I just dropped something. <laughs> oh, no, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Annie Colleen is up. I think it's your turn to press the bubble. I think I, I think I made poet was trying to say when I was listening earlier. It's called safe place imagery, and it's it's not meditative. She's right. It's definitely using the occipital over the. The safe place imagery piece where you think of something using your five senses of something that brings you joy and staying there for a moment it's a type of gratitude work and it is very very effective that was a nice skill to mention thank you for confirming that thank you for educating us about that on a whole nother level that's fantastic yeah. fantastic we have may's back and why is it that people count all the negative things that go wrong with them? Everything that goes wrong with them, they always count the bad things that happen. You gotta stop doing that if you can reprogram your mind or yourself or anything. And it's easier said than done. Trust me, it really is. Um, <laughs> uh, you got a couple of questions on that questionnaire that kind of can open a whole other can of worms. And there isn't a third spot on that forum to talk about what I know. Um, but give or take, you do have that one thing that everybody does is count all the bad things that happen to them, and then they basically go, why me? 
well, um, it's not why, it's just things that pop up unexpectedly and you should just not think they're bad things, but they're things to try to figure out how to work them out so they turn out to be a positive thing. I had people who tell me, mm. oh, I have so many negative things happen to me. I'm thinking, no, those are all the positive things that you need to work out with yourself. Right. Absolutely. That's a great point. I have mixed feelings on that one. Like um, with, you know, like I have ADD and dyslexia, right? So with that, okay. I agree. That's something that I learned about. I worked it out. And, you know, now I understand why like traditional school was a challenge um, if I was studying something that I didn't that I didn't have an interest in, it was extremely challenging. Things that I was interested in, no problem. Um, right. But you know, when you're talking about trauma, I don't think it's just a choice like that. You know, um, this book, you know, the body whole, you know, keeps the score. The guy's a genius, and he breaks it down very eloquently. Um, let me see if I can find. As you hit the next message, let me see if I can find, mm -hmm. like, the foreword from the book or something. Yeah. But I think also I agree with you, too. And I think also another thing that she re was referring to was um, the, the self, like, the victimhood kind of mentality. Why does everything bad have to happen to me and how that's, that kind of thinking is, is not yeah. good? Yeah, and I totally yeah. agree with that. I totally agree. Never have a victim mentality. But, you know, yeah. but like we were talking about, you need to acknowledge what has happened to... Um, oh, absolutely. ...to move on, you know. Yeah. It's, it, I think it's the context, right? If, if, I, if, if I look at why certain things happened and how it affected me, I, I think that's a victorhood mentality, not victimhood, because you're actually willing to face those things and move on and learn how to cope with them. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. So here's like a couple quotes from the inside cover. Psychological trauma can befall anyone, not just soldiers, refugees, or victims of rape, uh, which are people that he does case studies on in this book. This important and helpful book makes sense of suffering and offers opportunity for healing by the mm. book list. And uh, which book was that again? And that was uh, The Body Keeps the Score. Okay, right. And here's another um, review written by Vince Filetti, MD, Chief of Preventive Medicine, Emeritus, Kaiser Permanente, San Diego, co-principal investigator in the ACE study. This is an absolutely fascinating and clearly written book by one of the nation's most experienced physicians in the field of emotional trauma. The Body Keeps the Score helps us understand how life experiences play out in the function and malfunction of our bodies years later. So that's a brilliant synopsis of, of what the book's about. So if you guys listening in and if you like reading books, please uh, write that down. Order it. I think Dave said it was like something like 13 bucks. 12 bucks on Amazon. 12 bucks. I always like to keep track of the books that people mention to me because I think there's so much to learn from books. People who put their whole life experience into one book and we are able to read it in like a weekend or a week, depending how long it takes us. But it's, it's, it's fascinating. Yeah. And let me just read some of the headings here. Cause so it really is written like a, 
like a textbook for healing, right? So contents, part one, the rediscovery of trauma. You've got a lessons from a Vietnam veteran, um, other ones. Part two, this is your brain on trauma. Um, it talks about uh, the anatomy of fight or flight and how, it, how being in flight mode for years can have a physical effect on the body. Uh, part three, the minds of children. Um, and then we go into part four, the imprint of trauma, uncovering secrets, the problem of traumatic memory. Uh, and then part, part five, paths to recovery, healing from trauma, owning yourself, language, miracle, and tyranny, letting go of the past. And he mentions EMDR. There's a whole section on EMDR, uh, learning to inhabit your body. He talks about yoga, putting the pieces together, self-leadership, filling in the holes, creating structure, applied neuroscience, rewiring the fear-driven mind with brain and computer interface technology, finding your voice, communal rhythms and theater, um, and performance art, singing, things like that. Um, and then there's a whole chapter of resources. So it's, you know, it's really fascinating. But yeah, um, sounds like there's a bunch of good nuggets in there. Yeah, let me read a page from the prologue before we jump back into the messages. One does not have to be a combat soldier or visit refugee camp in Syria or the Congo to encounter trauma. Trauma happens to us, our friends, our families, our neighbors. Research by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has shown that one in five Americans was sexually molested as a child. One in four was beaten by a parent to the point of a mark being left on their body, and one in three couples engages in physical violence. A quarter of us grew up with alcoholic relatives, and one out of eight witnessed their mother being beaten or hit. As human beings, we belong to an extremely resilient species. Since time immortal, we have rebounded from the relentless wars, countless disasters, both natural and man-made, and the violence and betrayals in our own lives. Both traumatic experiences do excuse me, but traumatic experiences do leave traces, whether on a large scale, on our histories or cultures, or close to home, on our families, with dark secrets being imperceptibly passed down through generations. They also leave traces in our minds and emotions and our capacity for joy and intimacy and even on our biology and an immune system. Trauma affects not only those who were directly exposed to it, but it also affects those around them. Soldiers returning home from combat may frighten their families with their rages or emotional absence. The wives of men who suffer from PSD tend to become depressed and the children of depressed mothers are at risk of growing up and insecure and anxious, or at risk of growing up insecure and anxious. Having been exposed to family violence as a child often makes it difficult to establish stable, trusting relationships as an adult. So, powerful, powerful wow. book. Wow. And the stats are mind-blowing. Yeah, mind-blowing, yeah. Yeah. It really shows us how many people suffer in silence. Mm-hmm. Really? really does yeah all right 
Made a poet coming back in for another there one. There is so much damage. I say this to a lot of people all the time that we are so good at damning ourselves so well, burying ourselves twice as well, and punishing ourselves three times as well instead of realizing that it could have been avoided if we had our eyes wide open, if we had accepted the possibility that things that we were expecting weren't going to happen. Um, in a way that it wouldn't make us defeated, it would just be an effort and a failed one and an effort and then maybe another failed one that maybe by the third time around it might work to a better result or even get that result, not let's not even say might, but give or take, people are so good at punishing themselves. They mm. beat themselves up so well that the scars are seen. If you really get close enough to somebody, you could see them. And I see it all the time, and it annoys the hell out of me. So true. We've got, we've got that. The average human has that to an art form, but how often do we praise each other, you know? One of the mm. things that they taught when I was in real estate, and, uh, and I suggest anybody do this, um, is just take a Post-it and write some, some hype notes and put them on your, on your bathroom mirror. You know, yeah. whatever you want, but just simple stuff like you rock or like in real estate or in any sales job, like yes is the word you're looking for every day. So, you know, yes in big, huge letters. Everybody's going to say yes. Yeah. Yeah, one thing, you know, I'm, I'm always, oh man, how many of us are so good at beating ourselves up, like she says. Oh, like yeah. when we talk to our younger us, our conversation and our dialogue would completely change to, hey, it's not your fault, you know, things happen to you, it's not your fault. And, right, uh, compassion as, and as empathy, adults, And as adults, often we think we can move forward or move past our pain without showing ourselves empathy. It's, it's more of a, you do this and then you do this. But we forget to show, give ourselves some of that empathy that we would have told our younger us. Absolutely. That's a great point. Or that we would give a friend, right? We would give that empathy yeah. to a friend, but we won't give it to ourselves. Like, what is that? Yeah, that's exactly. What is that? Yeah. You know? It's funny. Absolutely. Or it's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny, but... It's, it's funny, ironic. but it's not, it's, it's not funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, here, I'll read one more before you hit the next message. Before your 18th birthday, did you often or very often feel that you didn't have enough to eat, had to wear dirty clothes, and had no one to protect you, or your parents were too drunk or too high to take care of you or take you to the doctor if you needed it? For me, no. No, that's also no for me. very privileged growing up yeah me too for the most part grew up super happy little kid yeah um yep, yep. you want to hit that next one may the right may the po hey. life changes hey everybody may the poet putting your dreams on hanging stars shining the light so the innocent can see and shutting out the darkness speaking from the heart and taking the chance that you will be heard Words not falling on deaf ears. These are the things that mind changes and lives, life should take another road. Smelling a flower, enjoying the day, watching the sunset, watching the sunrise, 
hoping that your prayers have been answered in one way or the other, either talking to the heavens or talking to yourself, whichever makes you happy. And make sure, most of all, the things that you do or the things that you want to do within yourself while reaching out to others, meaning no harm and no great danger, and hopefully hoping that everything that you accomplish in your life makes you happy and less sad. And may you never shed a tear and always have a smile on your face and a good place in your heart. A poem by May the Poet. Just thoughts. <laughs> That's amazing. More, more <laughs> harmonic conversions right after I said, hey, May the Poet. May's a poet. Yeah. There, she That's so weird. Right? Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't read that or anything. I, you know, I, I was totally blind. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Go figure. Go figure. We got Ali Tay Tay next here. Yes, I hate that uh, saying, just get over it. It's not just get over it. The problem is people say that because nobody taught them how to regulate their emotions through situations like this. Because the the thing is, when you know how to feel, deal, and move, you feel it, you deal through it, and you process to move forward. So it's literally an emotional regulation within your brain that you know how to process a situation instead of not knowing what to do and having negative feelings, negative coping mechanisms, negative consequences. Emotional regulation. A lot of people don't have that skill. So yes. true. So true. Very well put. Hey, um, please, people, no new messages. We're going to wrap it up, uh, you know, 8 o'clock, but we want to go ahead and finish these last messages that we've got. Uh, appreciate everybody for being in the room. Much love to everybody. Much love. Yeah, things like that happen, and it's sad because what's happening is the child is looking for an attachment, you know, source of this person to look up to, this person to teach, this person is, you know, my authority. Because every child's survival instinct is to attached to a mature um, person for life. Everything they need, sustenance, as growing up, they need an attachment to their caregivers. And when parents are absent and not um, there, children look elsewhere for that. So these uh, adolescents and gang members become that for them. Yeah, so true, so true. And I want to thank you for 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 you know speaking up about this stuff. Uh, we value every one of you who comes through and shares your experience or just a comment or anything. Um, I've I've really learned a lot so far, and um, this you know this is one of those things that why I like podcasting. Often the topic that I choose or we choose as podcasters is not because we're perfect at it, it's because there's potential in there to help us, mm -hmm. you know? Right. So often I get healing and I get inspiration, not from, well, often from my co-host too, and I've learned a lot from you, 
today and another thing. But often it's from the comments too. So just know that yeah. you guys are the stars of this podcast. You know, you are yeah. in our boat here. Absolutely. So. Much love, everybody. Much love. Much love. Got that next one? Yes, yeah. girl, Adi. You got it. Bang on the head. Look inside you to what you need for yourself and fulfillment of life and that will attract what is going to bring more of that to your life instead of searching for something yeah so true so true couldn't have said it better clap it up for and Adi. I, I love when people clap bring up. that up clap too up. because um uh i think i was talking to you briefly about it german guy but um like the uh, the law of attraction thing kind of got a bad rap of that stupid movie, The Secret, because everybody started thinking, oh, I could just sit here and just think about things, and they come to me, and that's not at all what it's about. It's you putting in your energy and focus at the same time, like visualizing and seeing what you want in your life, what you you know what you want to put into your life, um, and then working you know doing things to to help facilitate that process um but people don't understand the power that they have they really really don't and um i'm kind of seeing that uh it needs to be brought up so i'm glad you guys are talking mm, thank you so much thought boss great point great point Very- thought boss yeah um jim carrey said it really well it, exactly. It's about setting the intention, but then following through and laying the footwork, mm-hmm. right? So Jim Carrey, this blew my mind. Jim Carrey wrote himself a check for $10 bucks and put it in his wallet with a date on it. He put a freaking date on it. And then he worked his ass off, as we all know. On the day that check was supposed to be good, he got his first paycheck from Dumb and Dumber. Wow. Bam. That's, how po- that how is... powerful is that? So powerful. But he didn't sit on his butt and go, this is what I want, now give it to me. He was out there hustling. You know, one of the hardest working dudes there is. We often look at the golden platter being passed to people and we think, oh, well, they, you know, they had, um, they got lucky. You know, they had the right people to connect with. But so often we see people in those, uh, you know, in those situations telling us the exact opposite, that they were grinding away at their dream. They were working hard, but I think often we we accept that kind of belief just because it gives us an excuse to not chase our own things. Sure, sure. So good point. Holla, love that Wayne Griffey shout out. He is the all time best hockey player. <laughs> Yeah. 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 I'll play the next message and while. Um, and yeah. another thing, going back to what you were saying about Glenn Maxwell about um, and her being a part of the Jeffrey Epstein scandal, uh, that comes from a, you know, a trauma type home where her father. I don't know if you guys have heard about her father, Robert Maxwell. Um, you know, a very wealthy man, businessman, 
um, who was stealing pensions from um, his company in order to fund his company and his lavish lifestyle. And I believe his um, death was ruled a suicide, but there are people who still argue it was a murder, even though his uh, company was on the brink of collapsing at the time of his death. Um, but anyways, just her upbringing and having that type of ideology that um, wealth is more important than anything, you're willing to do your standards. Uh, you're willing to do anything in order to have that life. I think she'll continue on the next message here. I'm about to head to bed, guys. But before I go, um, I was recently watching the Bad Boys 3 movie. And I don't know if you remember the conversation the captain is having with Mike before he is shot. But he's telling him about a joke about two men that are headed towards each other. One's on a motorcycle, one's on a horse. And it's a thin road, and they're headed right towards each other. And the guy on the motorcycle basically has ran off the road. And he asked the guy on the horse, like, bro, where are you going? And the guy's like, ask the horse. And the captain explains, you know, what the horse represents as far as, you know, our trauma, our egos, um, our reputation, all the things that are driving us and how sometimes, you know, they will run us off a cliff if we don't take control of them. Um, and I really liked that metaphor. And uh, I'm definitely going to use it in the future when I see things start to drive me that aren't really pure to who I am. There it is. There we go. And one of the biggest things you can do for your mental health is DM me for some feet pics. <laughs> <laughs> nice sense of humor. <laughs> for what? Feet pics? Feet pics? I don't know if I heard that right. Oh, feet pics. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great uh, she's another one of these women getting rich off her uh, foot pics on Instagram I guess <laughs> apparently it's a thing really eh yeah not oh. with my toes <laughs> <laughs> I don't pay for guys feet <laughs> wow anyways <laughs> rock anyways. steady <laughs> and another thing and another thing hey German guy how you doing man um, yeah just uh, still going off that, that talk you had with uh, Thought Boss the other day it was pretty cool man and another thing um, yeah just give you a follow man I was working yesterday during the day here while it was your night and when Big Bear and uh, EMC did the um, 420 show for the countdown I couldn't get to my phone to check because I had my earphones in but I think that was you doing some rad tunes I think it was I could be wrong you sound like a fool but if it was you damn they rocked it they made my day man that was awesome thank you bro yeah I was busting out some of my new music much appreciated yeah we should definitely do a show where we just like show off each other's music and uh Stuff Let's like do it. A music showcase. Open yeah. open mic music showcase thing. Let's do it. Let's calm down. Well, I'll tell you one thing that really, really made a big difference um, in my 
you know, awakening and changing of my brain, brain's negative patterns. Um, when you wake up in the morning, most of the time, our first thoughts are, oh, I have to wake up. I don't want to Just five more minutes. All the alarms going off. It's always something negative. And it's almost like we don't even have a second to realize we're automatically going to that place. Yeah. So when yeah. you wake up, even if your mind thinks of something like that really, as soon as you wake up, put on a video. You don't have, it's not about looking at your phone. You don't have to look at it. It's about the sound of it. Put it on. I saved one on my phone and put it on every morning that says positive. I'm going to have a great day. Yeah. Oh, I'll finish this. I'm going to have a good day today. And then you, your it. mind looks for things that, that can make it good. You know, it doesn't mean it's going to be perfect, but you're going to change your outlook on your day. You're setting the intention anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I love it. Thank you. Well, you guys, it's been such a pleasure. You know, Dan, I want to thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to talk to you about self-help and mental health. I think this is a topic that people needed to hear. And I, st I got some really good nuggets out of this one. If you ever want to reconnect with me in the future to do another show with me, let me know. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. Um, do you want to? Yeah, I've enjoyed yeah. it myself. Um, are you hearing an echo? A little bit. It, okay. It's more of a white noise kind of thing. Well, that, now it's gone. There we go. Um, audio. Triumph over adversity. Yeah, I've really enjoyed the chat. Would love to chop it up with you uh, about various other topics, and we could always circle back to this because um, it's never ending, never ending, and it's a maintenance issue, right? Um, yeah, it's about self care in the long term. But I also just want to thank everybody that tuned in, and um, you know, everybody stay strong and and take care of yourself because uh, put yourself first because nobody else will. Absolutely. All right, it's been a pleasure. See you guys later. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. All right, thanks for tuning in to another episode and another thing with Dave. Please follow, subscribe, and share. I'm on all social media and another thing with Dave. And keep seeking the truth.